Hello, and welcome to the Intersectionality Research Hub podcast series from Concordia University. Episode 1 This episode features conversations on the topic of digital memorialization, funerary practices, making meaning of loss, interventions in grieving, and representations of death as part of our series documenting the 2018 fourth symposium of the Death Online Research Network. The Digital Graveyards Project is a project where we explore how marginalized groups and individuals actually post memorials about the people who are deceased in their families or deceased friends. And it's within the rubric of intersectionality One of the things we're trying to do is trace race, gender, and belonging in these memorials. It's very clear when you look at obituaries that, in fact, a lot of people of color, people from marginalized communities, are not really mentioned, and they don't have obituaries. So how, in fact, do people in these communities commemorate the loss of their loved ones? And when one puts this into the context of the rapid migration of peoples around the world, the fact that families aren't around, how then do we grieve or commemorate the loss of people we have left behind in our cultural homelands? In exploring digital graveyards, the emotional labor that's involved is quite consuming in the sense that we are actually reading stories about people who have passed on. And some of those stories are really sad and traumatizing, whereas others are really celebratory. And that's the interesting thing about the medium, because when we think about obituaries in newspapers, usually they're very glowing accounts of the people who have passed on. Whereas the digital medium on these graveyards actually allows for a pouring of emotions, which makes it very difficult It's a difficult kind of knowledge that we encounter when we're going through these memorials. This is part of the emotional labor of doing this work. At the same time, the fruits of doing this work, I think, are tremendous because in pulling out these memorials, we are actually resurrecting a submerged history, the history of those people who are often forgotten and only remembered by those that are very close to them. In the summer of 2018, my research assistant and I had the privilege of attending the fourth Death Online Research Network Symposium, which was held at Hull University in Hull, England. It was at that conference that I had the amazing opportunity to meet some stellar scholars who were working in the area. But what's so amazing about the Death Online Research Network is that and, it, and I found this actually with people who are working in the area of death, is that there is a certain kind of softness, a humanity that's there. And it's a humanity that seems to come up in the face of confronting the mortality that is our life. While at the conference, I had the opportunity to interview some of these amazing scholars. And here, you're going to be hearing their voices. Tina Fivash is a photo artist and creator of the Death Letter Project. 
Okay, Tina, can you say a little bit about your your project, the letter project? So my project invited 50 Australians to write um, a handwritten letter responding to two questions, which were, what is death, what happens when we die? And the letters um, have formed the um, formed part of a website, um, along with photographs of each of the writers that are ac- accessible by anyone. Um, and the letters, yeah, the letters are very kind of moving and insightful about about death and what different people, you know, different people's beliefs are about death. Can you say a little bit about what made you get into this project and how you chose the people? Sure. Um, so I grew up um, just living in fear of death, and in hindsight, I, you know, I've had, I, I was never sort of told or had any sort of education about about death, you know. Um, and I happened to fall into a book about near-death experience when I was like 39, and the contents of the book um, absolutely um, blew my mind away so much so that I just read probably a thousand books about near-death experience and then I started like babbling about it to everybody and um, people weren't quite ready to hear what I had to say about it Um, so yeah people were sort of a bit freaked out about it and I thought wow okay I can't continue in this sort of approach um, talking about death Um, I need to sort of turn the tables around and you know, invite others into the conversation and uh, without putting my view out there, but I just I just sort of want to ask what people believe and part of the project incorporates the views of people that have had near-death experiences and talks about some of their memories um, as well as people that are dying or have died of um, terminal um, diseases and, and then, you know, like the postman and like a barista, tattooist, tarot card readers... Um, imams, um, atheists, rabbis, Anglican priests, um, palliative care nurses, paramedics, just a whole lot of different people from diverse cultures um, and religious backgrounds, sort of ages, yeah. So, so you've, doc- you've actually documented stories of death, like in the storytelling project. What about the way in which technologies kind of flow in or meet with death is there any in in the letters that you you read that were sent to you was there any mention about using any technologies to further life or to extend it or to connect with the dead after uh not not to my knowledge no not not, not that i can think of no um, however, I'm using sort of digital online technologies to share these stories um, onto f- Facebook and Instagram. Um, so technology is sort of cent- central to these stories. Yeah. And what has it been like to reach out to all these people? You've, you mentioned that you had quite a few people writing back and, and connecting with you. Um, yeah, it's it's been... it's it's. It's been huge. I, I did this project because I was interested in death, um, and I didn't I didn't realise the sort of um, kind of you know the far reach that these letters you know would have. So I've I've received feedback from people around around the globe talking about the how how much comfort they're sort of receiving from these letters, and also like they they've some have sort of changed their mind about death, what death is. Um, they've sort of been influenced by um, 
different beliefs from the letters. Um, many many people have um, commented on how um, you know incredibly insightful and comforting the letters by the Indigenous Australians are, and they want more more letters by Indigenous Australians. Um, but yeah, like there's a, there's a whole mix of people in there, and I, I'm about to start a new series in, in which I'm going to um, also invite children into into the mix as well. So that's exciting. It's another another sort of avenue of yeah belief and. And these stories are all on a, on uh, are on your Facebook page. Like where else are are they? Well, they're, they've got links on the Facebook page, um, but but the main the letters are on a website called deathletterprojects.com. So projects as in plural dot com, um, and all fifty letters and photographs are, are there. And um, but I'm working on another series at the moment. Sounds amazing. It's actually a broadcasting rather than a narrowcasting, which is what I wanted to mention earlier, because you're actually bringing all these different people's voices together, as opposed to just creating a cylindrical uh, silo around a particular interpretation of death. That's true. I hadn't thought of it like that, but that's that's very true. Yeah. So thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Intersectionality is a term coined by black feminist legal theorist Kimberly Crenshaw to explain how people at the intersection of different marginalized identities are invisibilized, ignored, and or subjugated by power. The Intersectionality Research Hub is a project headed by Professor Yasmin Diwani with financing by Concordia University. You can find more information on Facebook or at intersectionalityhub.ca or by coming to visit us in person at Concordia.